Welcome to the Prince Manasseh Achu podcast. Prophet Manasseh Achu is the general overseer of the Watered Garden Church in Ghana, West Africa. Thank you for joining us for another power-packed session. Through the teaching of God's word and the ministration of the spirit, we restore God's glory in mankind. Enjoy the transformational power of God's word as you listen to today's message. to you and we rejoice in you we glory in you thank you father thank you lord in Jesus name amen please be seated so I want to talk about the flow of power the flow of power the flow of power. The flow of power. Say the flow of power. All right. So I want us to read uh, Luke chapter 8. From verse 43. Luke 8, 43. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years. She spent all her living upon physicians, neither could, could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately, her issue of blood stanched or stopped. The flow of blood stopped. All right, next verse. Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and praise thee. Sayest thou who touchest me? And Jesus said, Somebody had touched me. For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not heed, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him. And how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith had made thee whole. So here Jesus gives us the clue. He says that it was faith that made the woman whole. I think Mark talked about her step of faith. She had already said in her heart. If only I but touch the hem of his garment, you know. Um, yeah, so Mark 5, verse 28. All right, from verse 27 or even 26. And a certain woman, that's from verse 25, Mark 5, 25. Certain woman which had an issue. Now, the word issue is the word flow, okay? Flow. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life, the flow. So a woman with a flow of blood for 12 years, okay? And I suffered many things of many physicians, and I spent all that she had, and was nothing better but grew worse, rather worse. When she had a head of Jesus, okay, so that's where it starts from. Faith comes by hearing. So she actually heard of Jesus. So that's where her faith started. 
So she actually heard that, that this man, when you, he's so anointed when he got close to him. So that's where the faith started. So she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Now, a little background will help us appreciate this woman's faith. Because in the Jewish culture, if you, are, you have a flow, your, your mentally flow, you are unclean ceremonially. And when you get into people, anybody you touch is also unclean. So it's... Uh, but if you have a condition like this where you just have blood flowing out of you, it's, uh, it's even considered very unclean because it's not just a mentally thing. It's, uh, so she stood the risk of being stoned. being stoned. But she heard, that was the first step of faith, had to break out of the shame and break out of public opinion and also the danger of being stoned. And came into the press, came into the uh, crowd and managed to touch Jesus, actually. (laughs) Managed to touch Jesus. Now, And touched his garment. Okay. For she said. Okay. For she said. Okay. um, Can you read it for me? Yeah. She said. Let's read it together. All right, so she said, so we see all the stages of faith here she had. Then she said, okay, we are having the same spirit of faith. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. So your faith is, faith comes by hearing. So you get it by hearing, but you release it by speaking or there's a corresponding action of what is happening in your heart. So she actually said. Now, but I think it's Matthew who said that she said within herself. So we faith what you are saying in your heart is what you say with your mouth. All you are saying in your heart is what you do. Okay, that's how you release faith. All right? So she said, if I may but touch his clothes, all I need is his clothes, I shall be made whole. Okay? Matthew 9. Um, 21. You see, she said within her, herself, amen? We all know about faith, right? The principle of faith as revealed in um, Romans chapter 10 from verse 6, right? Okay, let's, let's refresh ourselves a little bit. Romans 10 from verse 6. Let's look at it. The righteousness which is of faith speaketh in this wise. So, there is a kind of righteousness there is a kind of faith, okay? Our kind of faith speaks. It speaks on this wise. It reasons along this line, but the word, the Bible chose to, to use the word speaks. So, this faith speaks. Amen? Is in 2 Corinthians 4.13. We are having the same spirit of faith. According to that which is written, we believe, therefore have we spoken. Okay? Let's see, 2 Corinthians 4.13. Having the same spirit of faith, 
According as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. So when you believe something, you speak it. You can't, be belie- you can't say, I believe and be speaking doubt, right? We know that. These are basics. Everybody, we know that, right? Okay, we've learned this again and again. Okay, we'll keep coming back to this because it's extremely important every time. So your faith, what you are saying must be consistent with what you believe. As a matter of fact, you say in your heart and you say with your mouth. Sometimes people are saying it and nothing's happening because what they are saying in their heart is different from what they are saying in their mouth, okay? So I believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. Let's go back to our scripture, the previous scripture. First, uh, that's Roman, Romans 10, 6. The righteousness of faith, of faith speaketh on this wife. Say not in your heart. Did you see that? Now, this righteousness, which is of faith, you can't say in your heart, hey, who will go and bring it? How is this possible? Ah, who can go? No, 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 no. Who can? You see, you don't have to say that in your heart. He doesn't say that in his heart. But who ascend to heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Uh-huh. Or who descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again from the dead. Uh-huh. But what said it? The word is nigh thee. Now, so there is some, there, there, there's a faith speaking. What does he say? He says the word is near you. The word is near you. Now, the word is everything. Amen? The word is God. The word is healing. In John, we see the word become everything. The word is life. The word is light. The word is everything. We see the progression of the logos in John 1. We see the word become everything in the whole book of John. The word became everything. Everything was made by him. So the word is everything. Now, you are not saying, who will go and bring it from heaven? Who will go to the abyss? No, but he says, the word is near you. So, so faith has the word, which is the miracle and the power and the answer very close. And it's already in your heart and it's, your, it's in your mouth and in your heart. And that's the word of faith we preach. So now when you are born again, God puts the word of God in your heart. The word of God is already in your spirit. That's why when you want to hear from God, listen to your heart. When you want to speak faith, listen to your heart. Most of the time there's ready word. Sometimes you have to put the word of God in there. Because, see, the ground brings forth seed by itself. But if you want plenty harvest, you have to put more seeds on the ground. But there is a particular word that God puts in your spirit. It's always there. Which is Christ. God puts that word of faith in your heart. So, that is how come the Bible calls our salvation, our confession. We have a particular confession. That's the word in our heart. Amen and amen. Now, so... She said in her heart. So that's her faith. Now, don't get distracted. We, we, the, the point here is that Jesus said, virtue left me. Power flow. I feel power come out of me. We are talking about the flow of power. And according to Jesus, woman, it's your faith that made you whole. And we, we, we trace how the faith of this woman Release the power in the body of Jesus. So we can comfortably say that the way power flows is by faith. Maybe that's an assumption. Maybe that's an extrapolation. I'm trying to make it up. Let's see if there are some scriptures, black and white, straight, straight to show that the way power flows, the way the spirit flows is faith. Then we can be convinced. Are we good? Are we good to do that? All right. You know all the scriptures. I've been giving them to you again and again. All right. Okay. Galatians chapter 3, verse 2 and verse 5. Galatians 3. All right. This only will I, re- will I learn of you. I want to know this about you. 
Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? The answer is what? Hearing of faith. How did you receive the spirit? How did you receive the spirit? Bible says, why Peter speak this words, the Holy Ghost fell on them. It is when you receive the word of truth that you are sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise. The way the spirit flows, the way the spirit is released is through what? Faith. Look at verse 5. Or he that ministered the spirit, and this one is just there raw, black and white. He that ministered the spirit, receive. Receive your healing. Receive your miracle. Receive the blessing. The person who is ministering the spirit and doing miracles among you. How does he do it? Is it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? How does he do it? Okay, so faith is how power flows. Whose responsibility is it? To get power to flow. Whose? Tell me. The one who needs it. That's why the Bible did not say by faith. Elijah or Elisha raised the dead. We know it was by faith. Because he that ministered the spirit. Or doeth miracles. He does it by faith. But. Taflache it was not Elijah's child who was dead. It was a woman whose child was dead and was very desperate. So it was her responsibility. And God gave the credit to her. He said, by faith, women had their children raised back to life. Yeah. And here in our test scripture, Jesus didn't say, by faith, I healed you. He says, your faith had made you whole. Now, the, the evangelist who came around to do revival for you, he's not sick. His husband, the wife may not be worrying him. You are the one who needs a miracle. So you must take on the responsibility of faith to tap power. Jesus was not coming to the woman with the issue of house, blood, household. In fact, if you read the account, Jesus was going to Jeru's house. And the appointments from this place to this place to that place, the list was long. So by the time it gets to your turn, it may be late. So you have to grab it on the way. The woman had to take it. And that is what a lot of believers don't know. Now, it's so sad that we have to teach on how to receive. Honey, we are charismatics. We have to teach you how to receive. People don't know how to receive. And people don't know how to take. You understand? After Jesus finished everything, <laughs> honey, yours is to take. Yours is to receive. Many times we try to manufacture it. We try to manufacture it. But a thing has already been manufactured. By his stripes we were healed. And we need to believe that we were actually healed. And if that is true in its entirety, then what is left is receiving and taking.
And we must be masters at that. And the way you receive and take is what we call faith. Now, we're talking about the flow of power. How can somebody be in a charismatic church and end up in a white garment church or fetish or juju because he's sick? And they say we are not powerful enough to heal. No. It's not that we are not powerful enough to heal. You don't have any faith enough to take it. Now, you think that I'm trying to justify, I'm trying to excuse us. But that's what Jesus did. They said, we brought this sick person to your disciples and they couldn't heal him. If thou canst. He said, if you can, do something. Jesus, if I can, all things are possible to that believers. You know, but if I can. Hallelujah. 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 It is true that he that does miracles, releases the power, also uses faith. Because that's how power flows. And we will come to that because, you see, the way power flows is by the use of the gifts of the Spirit. It is ministration of the Spirit. It's manifestation of the Spirit. It's operations. It's it's the demonstration of the Spirit. Now, let me give you one more scripture on the fact that the way power flows is by the by faith. Okay, all right, and uh, that is John chapter seven, verse thirty-seven and thirty-eight. John seven. In the last day, that great day of the feast. You know what feast it was? Pentecost. <laughs> uh, Pentecost. And, and, and Pentecost was a shadow of the coming of the Holy Spirit. So the last day, the high priest would stand. Everybody would be quiet. And he would take water. And pour it. For everybody to hear the sound of the splashing of the water. The water of the Holy Ghost. So when the high priest raised it. About to pour the water. Then Jesus shouted out of that silence. He broke the silence. Jesus cried with a loud voice saying. If any man thirst. Let him come unto me and drink. This is just a shadow of the real. The real thing is the Holy Ghost, which I give. He that believeth 
on me. Is here black and white. As the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this is speak of the Holy Ghost. He said, when you believe faith, power will flow out of your belly. The Holy Ghost will flow out of your belly. Uh-huh. This is speak of the spirit that they that believe on him should receive. Now look at it. He's talking about two things here. Here he's talking about people who believe they will receive. The, the first part is talking about people who believe out of their belly shall flow. So to receive the anointing, to receive the power, to receive the Holy Ghost, you do it by faith. And to release it also by faith. All right. The flow of power. The oil that will not flow. Uh, a prophet took oil, was pouring it on the wrong head. It was said that in Israel, those days, when God calls a prophet, to anoint you. When the wrong person comes, the oil will be thick and refuse to flow. But when the right person comes, the oil just is just like it just kind of a kind of explosion, and then it becomes fluid or it becomes it melts. He went to Jesus' house. They brought Eliab. The oil refused to flow. Wrong positioning. Wrong environment. Can I feel the flow of oil? Jesus went to Nazareth. And couldn't perform much miracles. Somebody said Jesus didn't waste time with the Pharisees. It would have been a waste of energy. Only a few of them, like Nicodemus and Cody, you know. Now, The oil is spiritual. So what causes the oil to flow is spiritual. The motive. The motivation. Do you not understand why people, some prophets go for juju? Because the oil never flows. Because they are not correct. So, the, so the, the thing is not working for them. So they have to go for something else. 
There was a prophet who said, how come the spirit of God departed from me to come and speak through you? Is he Azariah, the son of Chinana or something? <laughs> Zedekiah, the son of Chinana. <laughs> Look at the name. Chinana. In fact, if you make it Chinana or even Kenana, it's all close to Kenam. How come the Spirit of God left me to come and speak through you? The Bible says, a dumb ass speaking with a man's voice forbid the madness of the prophet. God can use anybody that is available. A donkey was available. God said, use me. God used him. A stone was available. God used him. A sling was available. God used him. A dumb ass speaking with. There was a particular oil that never flowed. Because they had locked this oil in some bedroom somewhere. The widow whose oil was not flowing. But when he encountered a prophet, her eye was open that I'm sitting on a gold mine. I'm sitting on a miracle oil. And with that revelation, Say, what do you have in your house? I have a pot of oil. Now, if this woman knew that, she would have sold it long time. She would not even have come to Elisha. But if that oil were enough to pay any debt, he wouldn't have used his children for collateral. But a prophetic anointing, his encounter with the prophet, Elisha, who stood for Jesus, Open her eye to see what she got in her house all the while. That every problem, the solution is already in us. We've agreed on that. That God commanded light out of darkness. God had already put light in the darkness long time. Waiting for somebody to command it. Waiting for faith. This woman had to believe. You remember like a guy who said, Jesus said, what do you people have? He said, oh, two fish and some few loaves. He said, but what is that among many? And Jesus said, bring it and give thanks. If you can begin to thank God for who you are, what do you have? Now, that's the problem. I was sharing with the church. Was it Sunday or Monday? The Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. Our prosperity starts from when we know what we have. And when we are thankful for it. And I was saying that all the miracles Jesus did, most of the time he would just thank God when he was multiplying. He would thank God for the bread. And then it multiplies. He would thank God for it. If you can thank God for who you are, what do you have? Appreciate, know what you have. Thanksgiving is a great demonstration of faith. And people, after Jesus had gone to the cross and finished everything, all the plenty of things we are asking, we, we should rather start thanking God for them. But you see, our initial thanksgiving is just compliance. 
Our initial thanksgiving, he says, okay, God said we should thank God. So many of us are thanking. And I asked, I asked on well, Sunday, I asked this question on Monday. Sunday morning on Monday. I said, can I come and tell you, thank me? No, I'm asking a question. Does it make sense? So how will God say you come thank, thank him? So the initial instruction we receive from the Bible that thank God, we must transition from that to where we really know what we're thanking God for. So it's not like we mean we gather and say, okay, let's begin to thank God, let's begin to thank God. And somebody is trying to think, oh, what at all has God done for me? Let me see, let me see, let me see. I go to services and they say testimony time and they say everybody's thinking, everybody's thinking, oh, testimony time, everybody's thinking. Then somebody's trying to think about how some snake chased him one day and how he was in a car in a lorry accident. I'm like, we don't understand salvation. We don't get it. Giving thanks to the Father who has made us meet. We don't understand. You're thinking of a snake, uh, a snake chased you the other day, uh, some accident. And now, don't misunderstand me. We, we all thank God I delivered from all this stuff. But that's not, a, that's not a big one. Thank God I delivered from accident. Thank God. That's unbelievers. Thank God I put food on the table. Thank God. And we are looking for things to thank God for. So, we don't even know what we have. So how do we use it? And all of us here will thank God for $1 million more than our salvation because we don't even understand. And sometimes we follow unbelievers blindly. National Thanksgiving Day. After all the, uh, whatever, they are thanking God for all the, what? It should be National Repentance Day. <laughs> Hallelujah. In America, it's so funny. They worship God on Thanksgiving and they worship the devil in Halloween. Ah. Anyway, she sees this pot of oil, but it says on one condition will it flow. You have to pour it. Honey, the Holy Ghost, eh? <laughs> doesn't manifest himself. Oh. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. The simple evidence of the Holy Spirit is prophecy. We are the body of Christ. We are the manifestation of the Spirit. So he said, that, Oh, you must pour it though. It's not a gift of waiting of miracles, it's the, it's the gift of working of miracles. It's not a gift of waiting for miracles. Is the gift of working of miracles. What's that? You have to engage it.
That is why the command, you see, what we need in the New Testament is that thou shalt not commit adultery. That's why you don't even have it. What you need in the New Testament is be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the instruction you need. Because when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, everything else will be done. It will take care of adultery also. That's the command. Look at the new people say people don't know that there are commands in the New Testament. Or you want to hear thou shalt not. Well, the thou shalt not have moved to thou shalt. So the Old Testament laws was to prevent you or protect you. The New Testament laws are to empower you. He said, engage the oil. Focus on it. Shut yourself in the room. Focus on the oil. Engage it. Pour it into empty vessels. Manasseh Jordan one day said something. That's my younger brother. He said, it's not about, it's not about how much money you can make. It's about how many lives you have touched. So Alexina begins to pour into people. Pour into people. Pour into people. We get it all wrong. Prophet, I want to know my ministry. Okay, you are Elijah the prophet. We want big titles. When God wants people who can serve, who will be a blessing. Evangelist, yeah. Apostle, yeah. Apostle, doctor, yeah. So, so, so. What's your ministry? Find people and pour into them. Touch lives. Forget about titles. That's why when we go, these signs follow us. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me. I'm doing what I don't want to do. Spending all the time talking. But it's, it's good. I come to the last and a crucial one. That's where we are now that a lot of people don't know. You see, an expert came to to tell us the truth about this doom sorting is irritating me because the last time the deputy minister of energy spoke when the doom saw really started properly this man was almost swearing no 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 it's not any problem no 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 they're just carrying out the work for 12 days Almost swearing, but it's normal. Everybody, the unbeliever just lies. They swear under oath. So it's normal. 
one of my sisters was into politics and uh, they were giving her a position and they said, no, 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 you, you are so for mommy, you cannot lie. So you can't handle this position. So he said, hey, is the qualification now for liars? <laughs> so you lie, you look into the camera and you, you lie to all of us. And you know that there are technocrats. Everybody's not as stupid as you think. There are PhD holders in all this energy field and they are looking at you and they are laughing. And they're like, are you normal? And you are swearing to the whole country. Which kind of people, what, what is wrong? It's terrible. Now the doomsaw is official. Very official. You know the problem? Okay. So the problem is we have generation problem to generate enough power. Then we have supply or what we call transmission before we have distribution. <laughs> So, to generate the power, we have problems there. Because, see, after you are so used to hydroelectric power, which is the cheapest, nobody wants to spend money generating power from any other source. Meanwhile, the days of coming Kuruma are over. The river water can only do only that much. Unless we come up with super technologies to get more power from that same water. So the truth is, though we have all the machines that can generate enough power, nobody wants to spend money on that because it's expensive. So if they tell you that it's not a money problem, they are lying. But even that, even the hydro, you have to be changing things, changing stuff, right? There was a time in this country, everybody was eating from this small Akosombo Dam. VRA was like a, a golden mine for everybody. Nobody was paying nobody. All the government institutions and state-owned enterprise were not paying electricity bill. You didn't come to meet that one. And so EC, and ECG was also not paying VRA, which nobody was paying nobody. Until we grounded to a halt. You see, there are some things where you are doing it. If your head is not even correct, your conscience must be alive. Because you, 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 you are grinding this whole nation, your children, to a halt. So that's what happened. So one day we're here and the nation grounded to a halt. Boom. And then we had the doomsorization. After power generation, then there is the transmission. Transmission. Power has been generated. Now power had to be 
taken in bulk, transmitted, supplied. And when that one finished, then the distribution, the sharing, you to collect small, you to collect small, start. Most of the time, we talk about one. I'm talking about the flow of power. Right? <laughs> I'm talking about the flow of power. Huh? See that the power has been generated. Jesus generated the power. The Holy Ghost has generated the power. The power is in the finished work. And the power is in the body. The exceeding greatness of his power to us what we believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. The power has been unleashed into the body. The Holy Ghost is working in the body. Sweetheart, now the problem is transmission and distribution. How to carry this power? Give it to the people and we share small, small, small. And the Holy Ghost is the one in charge of all these three areas. Generation, transmission, and the distribution. But you see, when it comes to the distribution, we are all involved. The word is what? Communion. Koinonia. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. Munji. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The word is koinonia. And it means Partnership, intercourse, fellowship, sharing, contribution, commune, communion, partnership. That is to me. Gloria. You don't know how to use the machine. You say the machine is not good. God himself has set ordinances in the church that will guarantee a constant flow supply of everything that pertains to life and godliness. And we are here, we are looking for the answer outside the church. And we have shut down the institutions. Communion, breaking of bread. Oh, forget it. Prayer. Oh, we are no longer interested.
meeting to share a word. Oh, it's not necessary. No distribution. Can I tell you something? I can tell you that in every meeting, like the one we have right now, if the Holy Spirit gives you the release, we'll practice it right now. We can decide that this evening, our offerings will just be, let's give everybody what he needs in this room, and let's see. We'll be able to raise enough for what everybody, if you need shirts, I can give you about 12. In fact, I can give you about 30. Meanwhile, you two, you have plenty of cassava dough. And I don't have cassava dough. This thing we are talking about, there's somebody here with, who is an IT specialist who can solve a problem that is costing you, is costing your organization so, so much. And if you need an expert to handle it, you may be paying about 2,000 euros. And you're also here. And the person is also sitting down here. And whilst you're sitting down in church, the guy sitting by you is looking for somebody to employ. And you're also jobless. You're sitting next to him. You have this boil. You have taken all the medicine. Including lay all of hands. And the chemicals. And you have your chief herbalist sitting down there. And senior pharmacy sitting down here. <laughs> Honey, look at your body. A part is seeing, a part is smelling, a part is chewing, a part is talking, a part is walking. That is how God designed the church. There should be no lack. But the way it happens is through communion. Hey. So the early church, they met every day. There are some people, eh? When your son passes through their hands, that your child will be correct forever. And he's also sitting in church. And you are struggling with your child. Somebody is going to SCC, they call it, or wager, or Kaswa. He's close from church. He doesn't have money to go. And you are also going to drive your car there empty. Meanwhile, that guy who is about to walk is a prayer warrior. And some of the struggle you are having in your business, that person you are about to carry can be blowing some tongues. 
You may even think he's disturbing you. But he will fix your problem for you, your work. But you see, when we don't walk in love, we walk in blindness. The Bible actually says it. It's anybody who doesn't love his neighbor, he's he's walking, you are blind. So we can't even see. So I pretend, because I don't want to know your trouble, because I don't want to be responsible. So I pretend you don't have any need. You two pretend I don't have any need. Then we are all walking in blindness. And if I cannot see your need, I can also see your surplus. The Bible says, he that has guarded much has nothing running over. And he that has guarded little has no lack. We have become too sophisticated that a believer cannot walk to a believer with his need because of false brethren. If I can't come to you with my need, should I go to a non-believer? Do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. First. First. When you're okay, then we can go out to our unbelievers and sort them out. But you first. When one person is suffering, we're all suffering. When one person is rejoicing, we're all rejoicing with him. And your shame is better than the glory of an unbeliever. And I should not be ashamed to identify with a believer who is suffering or who is poor. But we don't get this. We allow the world to redefine the gospel for us. Every church, when it starts, first year, ah, when a church is in fellowship stage, communion stage, it's, it's just joy. Once the things transition into a church, trouble. The MBA holders, Mibahache, they are also there. Those who are they are also there. And then all this sweet fellowship all just dissipates. And then we the sophisticated, we are there. The classes begin to come. Who says that we have to call for sick people and lay hand on them before they are healed? When we break bread, they must be healed. There's so much anxiety in the world. So much distress. But it should not, church should not be stressful. Listen, one day I want you to ask Jesus, who is this man and what is our God here? Not any human being. Ask, ask Jesus, not any human being. Let him tell you who this man is. The 
the fruit of the spirit is love. The way the spirit flows is through faith and it's through love. Joy. One of the things I love so much about Isaac is this joy and kindness. This excellence. The Holy Spirit just flowing through the joy because joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Mr. Loco and the wife have decided to give their lives to us to help us. And the Bible says we should all serve one another. Lucius, I admire you greatly. Greatly. The love. You see, there is, there is a, a knowledge of Christ. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. Sing it. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Fill this temple with your presence. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Fill this temple with your presence. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on Lord, we wait on Honey, do you know why I take the communion? I'm not stupid. The same foolishness of the cross that saved people. The same foolishness of eating bread and wine. Is what will heal you. It's what will bring us together. It's what will unite us. I want you to be on your feet. Those of you at the back, I want you to come. So we can all be in one accord. Hush the dear parted for the water so my soul longer to thee.
alone. You have heart my strength, my To you alone, may my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire. I read the Bible and I see, I see why people die. People who are not willing to commune. They say they didn't descend, it was a lost body. That's why many are weak, many are sick, and many sleep. And a nice and safari, they didn't commit adultery, they didn't steal. Get the story right. They held back. Ah. Onan held back the spam. Somebody's cutting the flow. So others are dying. And God was trying to say, no, when you cut the flow, you kill the rest of the cells. You kill the rest of the body. He said, let it flow to every part of the body. Let it flow freely. Don't hold back. Said, Why did you hold back? Everybody was selling land, they were giving all needs to people, and Anas and Safran then wanted just decided, let's break this flow. Let's just cut it. Desire and I long to worship you. Now you're going to speak to the Lord. I don't know what is in your heart. You're going to lift up your, your, your right hand to the Lord and you're going to speak into the Lord Jesus. Everybody's in need, everybody lacks, everybody's holding back what he has because everybody's becoming smart and everybody's thinking somebody's trying to take from him and he has to hold on to what he has. Why should there be scarcity of life when there's abundant life?
and I long to worship you and I Bible says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were gathered was shaken. Want you to hold somebody's hand? One day, somebody and his brother decide to see Jesus secretly to have the best place in heaven. And the rest of the disciples had to be so angry. How can we all be here together and you pass our bag and go and see Jesus to, get the, to, to secure the best seat for yourself and for your brother? And Jesus called the twelve. He said, look, you get it all wrong. The biggest is not the one who has the biggest seat to the biggest is who is the servant of all. Yeah. So now we think when we have the biggest seat, the biggest position. Yeah. Well, for God has also highly exalted him. It was his humility. I was saying, Jesus. Followed his parents, submitted to them, and increased in wisdom. That's hard. Eh? That's a trick. It's in the submission. In the crushing, you are making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You are breaking new ground. In the crushing. In the the crushing. In In the the pressing. You are making. Can you come forward? You are. Let's hold hands together. In the soil, now surrender. You are breaking new ground. So I yield to you and to your careful When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me a vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing, but all you have given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Make me a vessel. Make me a vessel. Make me an offering. Make me 
Jesus. Lift up the bread. Say, I hunger no more. And I test no more. I have the bread that endure unto eternity. I have the blood of the eternal covenant. I enjoy everything that God the Father and His Son Jesus enjoys. They are very life. They are very spirit. So we commune with the Holy Spirit. And as one body of believers, we are the body of Christ. And we have one body and one spirit. Even as we are all called into one hope of our calling. I declare that everything demonic, satanic, fleshly, foreign substance in this body we declare it crushed, removed, nullified, superseded by the supernatural bread, even the body of Jesus. Amen. Eat it. And drink. And you just wait and see. If you ever die. Look, let's just do what Jesus says we should do. A time will come, the whole world will come and see which church is this that nobody dies and nobody gets sick. damage in your system that is irreparable it is repaired by the anointing of the Holy Ghost it is repaired fixed by the body of Jesus by the mystery of the body hold somebody face somebody say the old commandment the new commandment the only commandment I have from the Lord is to love you. And I must see that I love you fervently. I'll pray for you. I'll help you. I'll do everything I can to lay, even lay down my life for you. So help me God. Amen. Now you're going to start praying in the spirit. Start praying the spirit for the person. Start praying for the person in the spirit. Start praying for the person in the spirit. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. Leo Kondorobo Sifetome Shakaparatora Bahatashan. Sonia Giakalagada, Sambachi Sikibot Superatora. 
Ratamaka Savata Kashakataka Rakoto Kosondo Lakora Makasaka Shikatoka Rabahasata Pawani Grosoto Moshitara Broba Sakatandor We command every sickness. We command every infirmity. We command every malady. We command everything that is wrong. Every disorder. We command everything that is wrong to be made right in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the restoration of the institution of the Lord's Supper and this holy sacrament. And thank you for the mystery of this sacrament. That it is the Lord's body. That is the Lord's body. And that is all we need, Lord. Thank you for the finished work. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We believe this teaching has been a blessing to you. We want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for life-defining and changing moments with the Holy Spirit. Follow us on all social media platforms at Prophet Prince Manasseh Atchu and join the Prophet Sunday services at 9 a.m. See you next week.